Hello world, I'm Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster. Where we talk about black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And, and sometimes, sometimes other shit. I'm trying to say it how I would normally say it. Well, without... I think some people too for their podcast they pre-record mm-hmm. the intro. Probably, I'm sure yeah, they don't repeat. do it every time. Yeah. We do it every Which time. Is fine. Yeah. Yes. No. We yeah. do it. We put the work in, people, because we love ya. Exactly. Yes. Yes. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. I was home in Boston. Um, my nephew's fourth birthday party. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He turned four. Well, he turned four last Tuesday or Wednesday, and then the party was on Saturday. Oh, so I didn't was, know that. That's yeah, why you went. You went home for a child's birthday. Well, party. I haven't seen my God family in a while either, so I figured it would be a good time to see my family. I haven't seen them since Christmas, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think Christmas or no or Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was good to see them. No, it was Thanksgiving actually. I hadn't seen yeah. it since Thanksgiving. That's okay. wild. That's fine. You know yeah. how I am. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I think I saw my sister the last time, maybe a few months ago, because I needed her to braid my hair so I could put a mm-hmm. wig on. Okay. Um, but before that, I think I hadn't seen her since the Jewish holidays, which was like all condensed in September. Oh wow! So, you know, but yeah, that's a lot. Nah, yeah, nah. yeah. She out there in yeah. the world living. Yeah, it's I mean, fine. And I say my sister like she's the only one. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> like, she is not the only one. We do know that. Yeah, plenty of us. Faux show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was your weekend? Oh, it was extremely uneventful. I loved it. I slept in. How late especially was sleeping on, in? Well, okay. So Saturday, mm-hmm. I want to say I got up at like nine something, almost ten. But on Sunday. Hmm. I so woke up at almost 12? noon. <laughs> I, oh. back. I just, I don't know. I was like, was I that tired? Well, what time did you go to bed? I don't even, I don't know. I don't remember. But, I, and granted, we lost an hour, but still. That's right. I'm we like, did. that would have been 11 o'clock. But no, but how many hours did you get, do you think? Like, how many hours did you sleep? Probably like 12. I don't know. Oh, sometimes your body needs it. Your body just like, go to sleep, man. Yes. I. You know, also too, it was like, I'm hormonal, mm-hmm. and that makes you tired. I know, like, when I have PMS, mm-hmm. I get very tired, very sluggish. So mm-hmm. that wasn't helping. So that's why I said, all I want to do this weekend is sleep in and maybe buy some boots. But okay. I did buy the boots. They were awful. I had to take them back. Yes, yes. Um, They were too big for my tiny little twig legs. (laughs) But I did that, and I slept in. And then I took the boots back today and got cuter boots. They were. They were really cute. Yeah, cuter boots. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. Um, But a lot happened. I also watched the rest of that Michael Jackson documentary. Yes, which I have seen none of. But I know it's everyone's talking about it. Oh, God. It's just, it's so heavy, and it's so scary. I just decided I'm never having children. Oh, but is it scary because you're thinking of the danger that you're, the people yeah, who could prey on your kids? all the, like, horrible things that people are just up to. Well, yeah. Yikes. And then you want to feel like, well, no, I'm going to learn from these people mm-hmm. what not to do. Because you can sit there and judge all day, because I know I was. I was sitting there like, come on, mom and dad. Did Why that seem you normal your... to you? Yeah. But Al kept saying, like, no. I could see how people w- might rationalize that or how to we, we give celebrities a different allowance to do things. We give them a pass because we feel like we know them even when we don't because mm-hmm. we see them so much on the TV and we see them in our lives to a certain extent that we start to feel like we know them. When technically, they really are strangers. Yes, very <laughs> yeah. much so. Yes, because I was like, let me think about this. Loves me some Beyonce. And I would say she's probably the closest thing to Michael Jackson in terms of, like, a star. Like, mm-hmm. no one, I think, ever in life will be as big of a star as Michael, as Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yes. But if we had to pick one modern day, it would be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That, like, that big globally. Yeah. And I'm like, if Beyonce was like, hey, I'm going to have some kids over, but they're going to sleep in the bed with me, my child's not doing that. And even, she's a woman. And I'm I still agree. just like, women molest kids? Like, no, you're not touching my kids, Beyonce. I love you, but no, girl. Yeah, I no. think that would be the red flag. I think because I'm even thinking about my mom, and I'm, I'm trying to think about who was big to her, Prince or someone like that. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine that, especially when you look at someone's music. Mm-hmm. I, well, Michael Jackson wasn't very explicit at all in his music. No, but he you never think about, about. But you sex, also think really. this is my child who is young 
and who just may need certain things. Like, what if they get lonely? I don't know. I children just, are vulnerable. Children are very vulnerable. You and don't know who else is around them. in the presence of they're even more vulnerable. Yeah, they're because they're there's to, a different power dynamic yeah. going on. I just feel like you wouldn't, it would be even if you trusted that person. It's just like when you're in this environment that I don't know who's coming in and out mm-hmm. of your home, who's around you. You're in entertainment, too. We know that there's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, even though you may seem legit. I just don't know what goes on in in your environment. Right. Yeah. It's like when you we were talking about the R. Kelly thing, and mm-hmm. she said that she came in, and Sparkle, that singer, came in, and her, her cousin was in her the... Niece. Her niece. I'm sorry, was in the studio. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing here? And oh. it's kind of like, why would your parents leave you here Without supervision. That was it's her like reaction. These are, yeah, that's weird. But mainly me. probably because she knows what goes down. My mother in the studio. My mother wouldn't let us we weren't allowed to be with anyone. I mean, every now and then, like, one of our cousins, a family friend could watch us. He was, like, 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. My mom was a pretty good judge of character, so my mother trusted her. But we weren't allowed to go over everyone's house. We weren't we allowed weren't to sleep allowed over. We weren't allowed to go over anyone's yeah. house. I it remember was... one girl who lived around the corner on McDonough. Her mm-hmm. name was Allison. She had no siblings. Mm-hmm. We were allowed one time to go inside her brownstone mm-hmm. and have a tea party. One time. Mm-hmm. And she was closest friends with Queenie. Yeah. But me and Vini were like, well, we want to go. Yeah. So she let us go. That's the only time ever in my entire childhood mm-hmm. that I could remember my mom said it was okay to go in someone's house. Yeah. And if my mother had found out that you went inside someone's house, you got that ass beat. Exactly. And then she knocked on their door and cussed their parents mm-hmm. out for not having come to her mm-hmm. and asked her, as the parent of said children, Mm -hmm. if it was okay for them to be there. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In the temple, when we were growing up, we, I want to say those were the only families who we were allowed to go to spend the night at their house. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone was of the same mind because like there was this one girl, she was my age and she had a younger sister who was like Vini and Kim's age. Uh And, we would spend the night at their house sometimes. It was usually like Barbies. We would just play Barbies and do stuff like that. But she had two older brothers. But I promise you they was never there when we spent the night. Yeah. They got shipped to their grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And it was the same with us. It was like my poor brother, he lives in a house full of girls. But yeah, if somebody was coming to spend the night, he had to go over Iman's. Yeah. Like he was not able to stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think so everyone at the temple was kind of of that same mind. So that's why it was more loud. Yeah, I yeah. I only remember going. I had a best friend when I was little. Maybe I was around ten or something. My mother let me sleep over. He was a friend in the church. My mom let me sleep over his house mm-hmm. one time, one time, and I don't remember any of us saying. And maybe we were little. We got to stay over the night. Stay over the night overnight, like Jeffrey, maybe he, his best friend. Mm-hmm. But my mother met his parents. She went to his house and all of that. And yeah, it was only family. Family were we allowed to stay with. And even then, it was it, even then. If, say, my mother was in the environment, like, we would go with my father sometimes, and we would go around his family. You all know my mother trusted, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't allow my sister to go. It would right. be my brother and I. And then she was like, well, Tisa's not going. Tisa's a girl. Mm-hmm. At least these two boys, they have each other. They're going to be with you. But she's like, well, I don't know what other right, men who's, who's watching who's, her. Who's watching you. And she's like, around. well, also, you guys can't do the same thing. She's like, well, Tisa's not necessarily going to be in the bathroom with them. You know, if they, That's what like, say, they if can go to the bathroom to together. Bathroom, then what? Yeah. She's, like, yeah. It's funny because. Um, your cousins, um, they're two men. Well, your cousin is a man and mm-hmm. his husband. It's so funny when I feel like whenever we we're around each other, I'm it. I'm I'm the oh, one. Yeah. I'm the designated. You gotta watch the girls because they only have daughters. Mm-hmm. Like they have a son now, huh? They have two boys now. Oh, well, two they have boys. one. Yeah, they yes. just. But they have their mm-hmm. daughter, and it was always like, "Can you take us to the bathroom?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, sure, it's not a problem." Like, I don't have an issue with it, but I'm pretty sure they're very relieved mm-hmm. when there's a woman there that they trust. Yeah, that you trust to, yeah. to help them with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's like there are limitations. You just you can't go everywhere. Exactly. And I'm sure that's scary in itself, and especially too with small kids, because you're just like, I don't know if she's sitting on that public toilet, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. she's wiping right, like all kinds of yeah, stuff. all kinds of things. Yeah. So, but still, I can't imagine. I don't think there would be inner celebrities mm-hmm. that I would have liked. I think it would be, maybe I would have hesitated be like, well, let me see how I can swing this. Can I come as well and stay? No, I don't Well, think. the crazy thing is the parents, a lot of times, so they were like, oh, we went to Neverland. 
the parents were there. They mm-hmm. were staying in like the guest house. Or oh, something. that's right. And then they would let the kids sleep. Spend, yeah, sleep in his room. And I was just like, I don't understand that. Or when um they went on tour, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, all of a sudden now she's letting Michael sleep. She's letting the boy sleep with Michael. And the one mother who was Jimmy Safe. What's his name? That his mother said at one point um, they were watching a movie or something, and she. Oh, maybe it was Wade Robson's mother that the door was locked. They were mm-hmm. watching a movie or something in his theater. And she went, like, what are they doing? And the door was locked. And then she's like, you know, Michael opened the door. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to lock it. I didn't realize it was locked. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, they were in the room. Because she said they were in the bed. I, like, the little boy was in the bed. Mm-hmm. But they were fully clothed. They were both fully clothed. And I'm like, that was the thing that told you it was okay? <laughs> they were in the bed. And the door was locked. But the fact that they weren't butt-ass naked wasn't... Like, because no one can be fondled, like, just through their zipper. Or no one can put hands down pants. Like, that wasn't a thing in the 80s. Like, the the early 90s. What the fuck? Yeah, even when they have, like, what is it? Top of the the clothes action? You know, like, when you make out with someone and you're young. Yeah, we call it sixth grade stuff. Yeah, you're just, like, you just touch over over the clothes, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it it was disturbing. And I think... I think it's it's a hard thing, and I'm obviously I'm not a parent, and I'm also not in their position. But I do kind of wish, to some extent, that someone would just say, "I fucked up," mm-hmm. like I totally did not. I I I was I just wasn't being smart, and I wasn't making smart decisions to really protect my child the way that a parent should. I messed that up. Mm-hmm. I totally messed up. And maybe I was just blinded by the fact that he's a star, the charisma. I did want money. Like, I was hoping this would materialize into something. So I pushed my child into this. I just wish someone would just say that. Like, be honest about it. Don't try to make all these other excuses as to, well, you would do this too, or this was the situation. It's like, huh. Not everyone would. Right. Not everyone would just say, like, I totally, like, shat the bed. I think most people would not do those things. I don't think most people would. And I'm pretty sure the Wade and the other guy, mm-hmm. of course, hindsight is different for them, but I'm pretty sure as parents, they probably wouldn't do those things. If I mean, now they've well, been, they're in a certain situation, right. so yeah, but I, and I wonder what they, how they feel about their parents. I'm pretty sure there was some blame that was transferred to their parents oh, as sure. they would they, as they've yeah. been dealing with this and they've had to forgive their parents. Oh, and yeah. I wonder did their parents ever apologize to them? I think so. I would imagine so cuz the one boy, his mother when um his mother and when he finally told his mother like as an adult and he asked her not to say anything, she said, "I didn't say anything at that time because he asked me not to." And I felt like I messed up so badly already. Just in, like, that this thing happened, mm-hmm. that all I could just do was try to protect him now at this point. And if that meant keeping his secret, then I wasn't going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just kind of crazy because this, I was watching this report on, um, on YouTube, I think. Uh, anyway, this woman is an expert in body language. She was actually talking about the R. Kelly interview and how he's such a liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said, and they were like, well, what about Jussie Smollett? And she was like, that boy tells some stories. Like, he needs an Oscar. Like, he's so great at creating a story. Oh, wow. She's like, what a liar. Uh, <laughs> you know, I want to do my line from yeah. Martin. <laughs> and um, she, they said, what about the Michael Jackson thing? And she said, you know, I went into it feeling like these boys are just trying to get money. And this is bullshit. And she's like, this happened to them. She was like, wow. She said, it just, it blew me away. And it made me really sad. She's like... These boys are not lying. She's like, they are telling the truth. But that's how I felt. Like, I was watching it with friends. And just just the, the way that they're describing these things and just the, the their whole aura, their essence. And we just looked at each other and we just frowned because we were like, oh, this is true. Mm. Like, it's true. And you know it. You feel it in your core. Like, it's true. It is. And it's sad because it's not, it's not as black and white, I think, as this R. Kelly stuff. Like, the R. Kelly stuff for me is a no-brainer. It's hands down. <laughs> this man is crazy. He's a pedophile and a child molester. He's an abuser. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's been abused. There's no doubt that well, he has been abused. Well, did he say that abused. he was abused by someone mm-hmm. when he was eight years old? Oh, there was abuse. 
and this is learned behavior, but it, he he is a monster as a result. To me, that's black. The, the R. Kelly thing is black and white. The Michael Jackson thing also has the added layer that Michael Jackson's dead. So it's kind of like the question is like, oh, what do these boys want? You know, what's the recourse? And I guess the, what we want is for people to just keep their eyes open to this kind of stuff and yeah. just be aware mm -hmm. and know that anybody's capable of anything and we have to do a better job at protecting our kids but i think with that it's more important to it's it's a matter of protecting our boys because a lot of times it's like like you said your mom will be like oh the girls can go i'm mean, the girls can't go because i can't watch them but the boys will be fine they'll be with you mm -hmm. and it's like yeah sometimes we fall into that understanding that like the boys can watch out for themselves or they'll be okay and it's like, but boy, children are still children. Yeah, they're children, still children are vulnerable. Yeah. Especially in the presence of adults. Mm -hmm. So they can still be taken advantage of. But unfortunately, boys don't report it a lot of the time. So they said it was like one in six um, boys will be sexually abused. And it was like, those numbers are probably wrong. It's probably much higher than that. Yeah. But it's probably just one in six that's reporting it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really sad. Um. This R. Kelly stuff has just spiraled into like the ninety second chapter of Trapped in the Closet. Oh God! Did you see the actual interview with Gail? I did not see. I saw clips and I I read about it, but I did not see it. And oh, I oh my God! Well, I think I didn't. I think I had already decided how I feel about R. Kelly, mm -hmm. but prior to the interview, because there's been so much. Were you able to look away? I couldn't not well, watch no, it. Well, no, because I didn't want. Because I also. Again, I don't have cable, so oh I was Lord. just like, well, I'm not going to, there's no way that I'm Lord. going to be able to see it, but, um, you know, I read about the interviews oh, afterwards. I watched it online, so. Yeah, you, oh, well, maybe I can watch it yeah, online. Yeah, just go to CBS.com. No, but don't you need, like, a membership in order, you know how some, um, well, no, some, some Lord, things require. A, hipster. No, a membership for TV? No, no, well, yeah, they have, like, <laughs> if you go on. Um, if like when I go watch, I know VH1, you, you have to sign into your subscription. You have to sign into yes, my, yes, yes. Just use a friend, but well, we'll see. Yeah, maybe I'll. You use should definitely watch else. it. It's um, I mean, it's just it's it's almost comical because as SNL did an amazing job. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was saying, they they rip things just straight from the interview, which, which is was why it was funny yeah. because like they just remember these things word for word and then added their jokes. So. They did an they did an awesome job. My question for you is okay because I know we've been you are a huge R Kelly fan and I got into R Kelly much later. I hang my head. So no 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 because I think you know because we we can even talk about Bill Cosby and we can even talk about um, Matt Lauer. Matt, <laughs> no, I was like, no, I was all like, those he, Matt Lauer fans yeah, out there. Yeah, all those interviews that he did. I can't rewatch them. <laughs> but you know, you talk about move. Bill Cosby and then you talk mm -hmm. about um, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And these are, especially Michael Jackson and especially Bill Cosby, mm -hmm. sort of, not necessarily beacons because Michael Jackson, but I mean, as far as they, they were, were larger large, than life. Especially Michael Jackson to everyone, to white or black, but I think black people were like, wow, this man is huge and he makes amazing music and he's so talented and mm -hmm. Bill Cosby to sort of set th that legacy of this really first black successful family, you know, upper middle class, whatever. Anywho, so I was thinking, how do you feel? Like, do you ever think that you could watch the Cosby show? Do you, would you feel bad watching the Cosby show again? Or would you feel bad listening to R. Kelly's music or Michael Jackson's music again? See, I definitely don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. Mm -hmm. um, also, too, you have to understand that the... The nature of R. Kelly's artistry was, is very much tied into the issues that mm -hmm. he's now having. Mm -hmm. So it's not like R. Kelly was just a singer. R. Kelly was a singer who talked about very sexually explicit stuff. Mm -hmm. So to sit there and listen to him sing 12 Play or Your Body's Calling and then knowing that he's also doing these very sexually explicit things to these young girls, mm -hmm. that causes just sort of a inner cringe for me, That's where it doesn't, point. I can't listen to it the same. It yeah. just, it's never going to have that same, uh, it just won't. Mm -hmm. It won't. Um, whereas with like the Cosby show, he plays a character. Yeah. He, he's not Bill Cosby on mm -hmm. the show. You know, he's Heathcliff, Heathcliff Huxtable, who was the person that I loved on the show. Yeah. You know he what I mean? Heathcliff. Yeah. Right. And it was always an understanding. And I think that's the thing with actors. 
is always an understanding where there's you as the person you are in life and then there's a character that mm-hmm. you play. Mm-hmm. And they're often very different from mm-hmm. each other. They are not the same person. That's true. And actors typically want you to make that distinction. So when you see them in the street, you're not like, oh, do yeah. Freddy, yeah. you know, do Urkel. Could you imagine? Yeah. Your little wife. And then you can move away from that. Like, right. Yeah, he, you're on you typecast. You can be separated. Yeah. Your character from who you are as a person. That being said, I ain't gonna lie. Like, there's certain things. It's like when I watched the episode when he's with all the kids and he's like bumping them on their knees. Oh, I'm just like, yeah. oh, and I start getting feelings that like he was trying to touch the girls. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's never gonna be the same. Yeah, no. It's, this is a Drake right here. Nothing was the same. Like, it won't be. And then with Michael Jackson, like I said, it's like, it's so not black and white. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it is. Um, so that one's tricky. That one's really tricky. I don't deny that Michael Jackson did these things. I think he very much did. But I do also think Michael Jackson's sick in the goddamn head. Yeah. But I've always felt that way. I think a lot <laughs> of people that, have felt. Right. Wacko, yeah. Jacko. I've said that for years. And when the first allegation came out um, with the first little boy... Mm-hmm. I was always just kind of of the mind frame of like, well, he clearly didn't do this because why would they have settled, you know, if, and this was one of the, the, the boys, parents, I think it was Wade's mother said the same thing. She said, well, then when the parents settled, I kind of felt like as a parent, if you knew that this really happened to your child, you would go to the ends of the earth to see justice. Mm-hmm. You would not settle for money. But, you know, as I got older, it's like, you know. I know like how the law works and I know it's not that simple. Yeah. It's it's never that simple. So, um, I can understand where they could settle. Even Wade Robson was like he sued in, in two thousand thirteen, yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And I felt like he, he talked to Oprah about this and I felt like he was giving this like bullshit roundabout mm-hmm. answer. And I was like, Wait, just say it. Just say this man ruined my life. I feel like some sort of monetary you know, compensation is due. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the therapy and all the trauma. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the court of law says that I could be owed money mm-hmm. for pain and suffering. And this is the dollar amount that I put on the value of my pain and yeah. the extent of my suffering. I just wish he would have just said that. Started trying to make it um, just this um, diplomatic thing. When you sue for money, it's never diplomatic. It's about money. Well, I always, and I always think with that being said, because I, 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 we wish that people were more honest, but then I think sometimes it can, it can be detrimental because of how the public thinks. They mm-hmm. think, oh my gosh, well, you want this money, and then other victims who are coming forward, they also want the money, and it just becomes this horrible, you look at people in a different light, I think. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Absolutely, which is why people don't tell the truth. Yeah. It's unfortunate, though, but that's exactly why people don't tell the truth. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, but those things can definitely exist together. Oh, definitely. He definitely raped and molested me for X amount of years of my life, and I feel like I am due some sort of compensation for my pain and suffering at this point. I agree. Especially now as the man is dead, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, well, it's not... It's not the money he needs to live off of. Now this is just money that his estate Yeah, which is a lot of money. A lot of money that his estate owns. And then he's not going to get any... It's like even if he wanted... Because I think there, to certain people, an apology or like a face-to-face sort of... You know, sort of an apology would be closure. He's never going to get that. Michael Jackson is dead, so it's kind of like you have to work out that totally on your own. Mm -hmm. There's no possibility you're going to get a face-to-face with this man. Right. And I'm pretty sure money would help. I was just thinking, um, you know, it wasn't the same thing. It made me pause when someone said this was D.L. Hughley. He was on Wendy Williams. And, you know, I'm not a fan of D.L. Hughley. I am not a fan. He does post some things, I think, to his Instagram about, like, social and racial racial issues, mm-hmm. which which I love. And the only reason, really, I'm not a fan is I just don't like his, his oh, and I haven't watched his comedy in a, in a while. It just didn't appeal to me. I know people love him, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. People love, I love certain people and people don't like. I just didn't like how he, he seemed like he was mean-spirited in a way to me. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so he was on Wendy Williams, and he's just like, you know, he's like, as a black person, he's like, I have to, we have to sort of, um, what did he say? I'm trying to use exact. So Wendy asked him, "Would you listen to um, the music of you know Michael Jackson or R. Kelly and these people?" And he was like, "For me, 
um, at least for Michael Jackson, I think he said, I would. He's like, I, I think for black people, these basically saying we don't get a lot of heroes or we don't get a lot of people who sort of stand out and really, you know, make an impact. Not that that's not true. But I, I think just affect you in that way. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like the same way I can listen to Michael Jackson's music is the same way that I can sing the national anthem. And um, he's like, you know, basically the same way that I can love this country, which is in some ways has really devalued me and has not true. thought of me as a, a person and a human being and that made me pause because I go okay I can see that I feel like one is just I can't even say that anymore it, it yeah it's very true when you think about a lot of the things that the quote unquote founding fathers uh, and early settlers of this country did mm -hmm. and the things that we know them to have done and mm -hmm. be guilty of and we still sing their praises for all the contributions they've made is very true. Yeah, because it is black and white because you know... I totally see his point. I see his point. I think it's because cause at first I was thinking about just like, oh, in the past and slavery. And I'm like, no, a lot of shit still happens today. Black men are getting killed at, and women are getting killed at an alarming rate. Yep. And it's not happening to any other races, which we keep talking about. So I think, and then I, and also black people, I think to a certain extent, they appreciate the fact that they're in this country and they, you have, being an American, you you benefit. You have a lot of benefits. In other countries, depending on where we are, we wouldn't have as much. D depending yeah, on where but, we are. Uh, no, 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 I think there are. But that's also because of us. <laughs> yes. Because yes. of what we've well, done in this country well, well, that we've placed America yeah, it's it's not you know, it's no I'm not saying status that it's in. Yeah, no, it's not because we haven't contributed a lot to this country. No, no, no. But I'm thinking like in what would be who knows what would be our our opportunities in other places. So it's like I don't know that. You know, we live in a we live in a land where, you know, it's excess and we're able to to get certain things. Yeah, but I don't but know. I'm trying to understand where are you speaking from just like a oh you move now in 2019 or we had never been enslaved and taken from Africa and Africa completely raped of oh no I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about the first thing we are slaves and we are descendants of slaves and we're living in America and then I'm thinking as a black person oh okay in this world right. and whatever what what so other just places, as an American period, as an American period you as, have more than. A lot we, of people we've had yes, places. we've had a lot more than oh, a lot of okay, people places. Okay. Yeah, so that's an American now. No, no, that's my but, mind was going. Where, where were you going? Tell well, me. I'm thinking that you were saying just sort of like a be grateful that you know we have these certain things, but I'm just like, but, oh no, but no, America's no. where it is because of no, no. it came off the backs of African no, slaves. No, not not definitely okay, not be it. grateful. I think there's this weird relationship that some people that Black people can have to America because. It is like this country that you know a lot, like your ancestors and yourself, you contributed to. And you and you look at other places and you realize, well, I wouldn't be able to do A, B, and C if I wasn't in America. But you also see, America fucks me over. America does yeah. this to me. America puts my life in danger. And But the issue is like that happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. So it's like, you know, you move to Sweden. Yeah, you're gonna get racism in Sweden. Yeah, and it's gonna be different. But and maybe you would feel less, less angry about it because you're like, this is a motherfucking different country. I don't. Then you would you would feel less angry about the racism because it's a different country, not your own country that you were brought. You know, you were enslaved and then made well, to do all these only things because you don't know the history of like the relationship of the races in that country. So you don't really know where it's coming from. Is this racism? Is this just some sort of xenophobia? xenophobia? Yeah, yeah. Like, is this... Yeah. So, it's yeah, a little different. It's, it's Here, where, yeah, where we very much feel like, how dare you be racist? Like, this country is what it is because of my ancestors. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you, you built this country off the backs of the work of slaves. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, so it kind of sucks that you think you get to treat people like this and they don't even exactly. why you have all the wealth that you have. Yeah. Wow, yeah. this has to be the tangent of all tangents, I think, that well, we have ever gone off. Uh, like, really? How did we get to talking about this from Michael Jackson? Because then we were, I brought it to your Hughley and how you, you know, our relationship. Right. So, like, so you, so just, like, do you think that you could listen to Michael Jackson again? Um... I, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tricky thing. Like yeah. I said, it's tricky. I still don't know. Like, this also just just 
happens in documentary, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like this Michael Jackson stuff went away for a very long it time. Did. It, it did. It was not at the forefront of our minds. No one was thinking about mm-hmm. like the fact that Michael had ever been accused of any molestation. Nothing. Well, and then, bam, and this then came was, in like a wrecking ball. Well, it was back, I think what you're saying is it was back, because there were allegations the along, yeah, in the 90s. And then the funny thing, too, which the, this one article that I was reading, I mean, I was reading CNN or something, and they were talking about how they have these two, the Wade and the other guy who are coming out and talking about Michael Jackson, and then all these other people who, all these other kids mm-hmm. who were around Michael Jackson who went to Neverland and who right. were saying, "Well, I did this with Michael, and I never explained." Well, that's what we were talking about. Is this now going to be, you know, a Matt Lauer? Is this mm-hmm. going to be a situation where now all these kids, now grown ups, are going to say, "Okay, yeah, Michael did touch me," yeah. and I'm just like, "Is it just these two? No, because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's more. That's what but we're saying. We're the, like a lot of kids went through Neverland. Yeah, and then one of the, I think two of the people. I don't know. I think they mentioned Macaulay Culkin. Right, and he still to this day is saying Michael never yeah. touched me. And there was also another famous actor, male actor, oh, who was, also um, said, "What's his face?" It was one of the Corys, No, I think so. Who? Yeah, Corey Feldman. Wasn't Corey with the dark face? The one with dark hair. Yes, who's who? I think was sexually abused. By yes, other, but him not and the by other Michael guys. Jackson, according yes, to him. Because the other yes. boy who killed himself. And Corey and Corey, yes. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's crazy because I'm like, well, we know of Michael having molested two, and we know, right, so Wade and, and Jimmy, and mm-hmm. we know of two others who said that he did, the two that settled. Yes. So we're just like, okay, that's four. Mm-hmm. And then, too, Mike, maybe they weren't case. Michael's. Maybe they weren't Michael's taste. Maybe he was like, this is well, not what I This is. is what I'm wondering, right? Because, again, like I do think Michael Jackson was completely sick in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, like, was it was he trying to have these very, like, intimate relationships where he was just like, I'm going to pick and choose, you know, very carefully and curate this thing? Possibly. So he was trying to keep the circle small. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is crazy, though. And it's like, you're sick in the head, but you're orchestrating that. Yeah, and then, too, with Michael Jackson, it may have been, pretty sure some people in his camp knew, but there also was the possibility that everyone around him just thought he was fucking weird, and they weren't really aware of what was going on. No, I think people knew, because remember in the first case, the maid said she saw him naked with with the boy, and she got fired. Mm. Please, she probably got murdered. We probably never heard anything about that later on whole thing oh, after Lord. that. So there's no way that he was that careless that the maid saw him mm-hmm. and like nobody on his team knew. I can't believe I just can't buy that. That's no. That doesn't make any sense. The maid saw you. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, she got fired. So no, we've never heard anything from that lady again. I mean she probably signed an NDA. And she probably got she... paid off. Yeah. I mean, she was a maid. They were probably like, this money's going to change your life. It wasn't your kids. And she was like, well, I guess. Because unfortunately, that's what happens to... And then the boy's parents settled. So she probably was like, I can live with this. They got their money. That was on his parents to do what they would with. I spoke my truth. It cost me my job, but I did it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um... Jesse Smollett is being indicted. Yeah, I just totally just shifted gears. Hold on, when? Totally got indicted. I was like, that's crazy. It's like 10 counts. Felony charges. Oh I said, okay, I think they're taking this thing a little too far. I do. I do. I think there's just way worse things someone could do, but they clearly want to make an example of it. Want to make an example. But I don't understand what the example is. That's my issue with it. What? Of like... Maybe they're thinking of wasting someone's time or no, the cops' time. No, people do that all the time. Well, no, I'm just naming some random shit because it's like, you know, we talked about, we mentioned the Ryan Lochte thing before. And right. now it's and just where's like, Ryan Lochte? Chilling. Ryan fine. Ryan right. He wasn't indicted for anything. I, I don't. I, it also happened in Brazil. But still, <laughs> you know, but still, I just, I think it's 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 a little far. I think to, to really to indict this man, are they legit going to convict him? What kind of char- like time is he going to spend? That's ridiculous. Well, he could do what? Up to six years in prison? That's or three ridiculous. years in ridiculous. For staging his own beatdown? Which he is still saying. That he didn't. At this point, no one believes him. So <laughs> it's fruitless. Take the plea, Jesse. I, but it, it just, it, I just think it's ridiculous. Because Al was saying, he's like, 
Well, maybe he should get indicted because he was going to just let the two Nigerians with the hot bodies. I see when hot bodies. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He was going to get them two Nigerians with the hot bodies uh, go down for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, he wasn't going to let them go down for it. They weren't supposed to get caught. Those two idiots just didn't exactly. have the evidence well. Yeah. No. This, this was never he supposed was like, to go down like my this. my bad. Yeah. yeah. I was like, they had hot bodies, but clearly not the best brain. Mm. <laughs> you, just, you just don't always get both. Unfortunately, I just feel I feel bad for him. Either way, I do too. Either way, if he did it or if he not, I just I I feel bad and I I don't know. I think something's wrong there. Yeah, something something is clearly wrong. Was 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 not right Mm -hmm. when he drummed this plan up and then went all the way through with it. If this is indeed what happened. I still don't 100% know, and I'm not going to pretend to. No, I don't, I don't think know anyone if does. He's guilty. No, if anyone says they do, then they're bullshit. If anyone well, says, everyone acts like they do. Yeah, everyone asks, and it's like, well, no, you don't know. My thing is, we, we were not there, and yes, who cares what we hear in the media and read? I don't trust anything I read 100% or hear in the news anymore, especially when it comes to celebrities. They, they live a completely different reality when, than we do. And then even just crime and police, and they're crooked and corrupt. Even if they aren't, people have their own agendas in this world. Yeah. Look at who was our president. Oh God, let's not even start on. Yeah, him. it's just like come on. So I'm people, talking about hamburgers. I think what people need to see is, I would hope. I mean, not with Jesse. I just think that people just. I'll keep saying, people are allowed to make mistakes. Sometimes consequences, of course, consequences. But I think. There are so many people out there even just talking to people and they're like, well, they're an idiot. They shouldn't have did it. They deserve whatever. And it's just like you don't understand how sometimes, maybe not with Jesse, mm-hmm. but other people, how people would lie. Like how you were just saying everyone lies or people lie. And it's like we've all been in situations where we've lied out of fear of getting caught or out of fear of hurting people. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's probably, and you do it for certain reasons. Everyone, you don't lie all the time because you want to just ruin someone's life or you want to get something for you because it's selfish. You lie sometimes out of fear and just, and I think that's understandable. We all do it. Little lies, big lies. Right. And it needs to be understood. The other issue too is we have bandwagon culture now because of social media mm-hmm. and because of, you know, everybody's got an opinion and a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and they're able, they're able to put it out there immediately and to a large audience mm-hmm. um, within seconds. And that's what everyone's doing. And a lot of times people jump to doing that before they even have all of the information. Yeah. Um, Sarah Hyland, mm-hmm. people were getting at her on Instagram because she posted the pictures. Was it the Oscars? I think the Oscars. Or the Emmys, one of those award shows. And she said something like, um, forget diets. Um, I have on double spanks. I'm just going to do this or something oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And people were like going in like, you're already skinny. Why are you talking about diets? Why are you talking about spanks? Not knowing the poor girl has had two kidney transplants mm-hmm. and it causes her stomach to bulge. And mm-hmm. they said that the typical of you have a, a kidney transplant or liver, kidney, no kidney, um, that you can get a bulge in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And so, and she does have a small bulge in her stomach mm-hmm. and she's skinny otherwise, but it's something you'd be self-conscious about. You're going to wear spanks yeah. if you're going to be on the red carpet exactly. in a gown. Because you don't but, want people talking about it or looking at it. Or, or you that. feel self-conscious and you're going to do something that's going to make you feel a little better mm-hmm. about it. And the poor girl, people are going crazy going at her. And it's just like, y'all don't even have all the information. No. Dang. No. Calm down. Yeah. Because people always want to say something and people always want to jump on. Especially with Instagram. And you, I always think, who are these people? Do they not they're realize that they're crazy? Have anything like, to do it, 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 in it, life? It boggles my mind, and then they won't give up because everyone. Because there's also this culture of like you do you, and you makes what you do what makes you happy, and 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 there's no real no one can judge me. And it's like, well, you're being a piece of shit, <laughs> and you're judging someone else and putting them down because they have this Instagram handle comments by celebs, which everyone knows about, really, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And have you seen? Have you know about it? Uh-uh. It's it's this, these two girls started it, and what they do is they sort of gather and look at, sort of, if you're a famous celebrity and another celebrity will comment on your page or a celebrity just comment on stuff, they mm-hmm. like sort of gather and and post comments that celebs have made and they're usually funny and other celebs now know about it and they're like oh this is going to be on comments by celebs or something like that it's really funny because celebs and it's a lot of it 
sometimes celebs will go get back at people who trolled them on the Instagram. They'll go, you're such a bad mother. And they go, well, actually, and they'll correct them. And they go, Pink wasn't having it today. Pink just did it on someone. Oh, someone's. no, it's true, because Rihanna, Rihanna oh, yeah, for she you. go in. <laughs> and, come for Riri. And they, you, you see from that, because I don't follow a lot of celebrities, but you'll see, I think even you were talking about Sarah Michelle Gellar when she posted something mm, about mm, her, and then people just came body, for her, about yeah. her body. And you see these things that these people say, and they're so nasty and so mean. Mm-hmm. They have, with Andy Cohen, I think he was posting something about his baby. He was hugging his baby, you know, like cuddling him. And this man was just like, oh, I hate LG, you know, basically gay, lesbian people. They shouldn't be able to raise children. They're horrible, blah, blah. He just was going in. And then Andy was like, I'm sorry, whatever his name was. He was like, I know you tried to, um, he basically was like, I know you wanted to hook up with me. You're just not my type, but I really, really hope you find someone <laughs> in life and you, you'll be happy. I'm pretty sure this is why you're so upset that with me. That is so funny. And it's just all these, you know, celebs, they will respond back. But to your point, people don't have all the information. Yeah. And they just hop on something. And you think, who are these people? Why are they being so nasty? They're just angry people in the world. Like, there are a lot of angry people. Or people who are just not happy. Maybe they're not. Some of them are just sad. Like, but I think they probably think that they're. It's weird. But you Even, literally oh can look gosh. at any Instagram account. I can't imagine because you think about say you know as things grow, mm-hmm. we could this we could become a huge larger thing. This podcast. And rate us five stars. Yes, five stars, five stars. But then there are going to be people who like, those two idiots. Yep. Yeah, they, he said this. He doesn't even know how to speak. Blah, blah, blah. There are going to be people who are going to oh, say Oh, absolutely. All the things that we don't know about things. politics. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Party you know, for. And it's just like, well, see, <laughs> we, we're just speaking our opinions. Well, and you don't like thing. it, don't listen. I don't care yeah, about don't stuff care. like that. Yeah. See, what happens, I think, at a young age, at some point when you realize you're a goddess. Mm-hmm. Then the haters, you know, they they will hate. they materialize. You realize, and, and um, if not your mom, someone in your life sits you down and goes, "Girl, you are a goddess. You're gonna have haters." I thought you were oh, gonna well. say, "If it's not your mom, it's someone else hating you or something." I'm like, "Oh damn, <laughs> <laughs> that rib <laughs> trolling me. She's the main one in my She's Instagram feed. <laughs> she trying to get you, help you build that She's strong to slide skin, in girl." My DM with them fake messages. <laughs> all right well before we go did you listen to solange's new album i did not i listened to snippets no no no. well i listened to snippets of some of the songs and you don't need cable to listen to no 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 no, i have i have itunes you know (laughs) so i was listening to um some of the my sister i'm on her um her um her family plan. You know, she's 19, but she pays for my family she plan. She sure does, because she pays for the Netflix account, I think, oh, that well, I she, Yes, she does pay for that. Oh, thank you, thank girl. Thank you, girl. Yes. So, anywho, I listened to the snippets of it, and I like the one song that she has, uh, Low or something. I forget what it's called. It yeah. has a really cool beat. Yeah, yeah. I and I read all the reviews. It's okay. I have to listen to it more, because I didn't... I have to be honest, all the other albums that she had, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I love this, let me listen to it, but I didn't give it as much of a chance, possibly, as other people. I read the reviews, and it was interesting. <clears> you <throat> tell me what you think about it oh like i said you know i'm not a huge fan of her music mm-hmm. and i thought seat at the table was a was a fine album there was so like i think that those were better albums for me than her older stuff mm-hmm. that she has more stuff that more songs that i like mm-hmm. um and this album i think is decent it, i mean for me it was like very similar to seat at the table but i would say there's probably a, a few more songs in this album that i like mm-hmm. than i did on that album but i think that the songs on that album that i liked i liked more so. There was this review that I read about this guy, and I guess you're the best. I'm gonna re- review that was written by this man. Actually, I don't know if it was male or female. He said he's in the industry. Was it even a review? Stanley? No, it wasn't a review. But I don't. I think I couldn't tell from his. <laughs> At name. one point, it was an audio book. Yeah, <laughs> that I could listen to. Yeah, by that's Oprah. what it was. It was me sitting on the train, and I heard two people talking. <laughs> and then it was you. Yeah, humming. Yeah, humming. And I was like, that's actually in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was this ge- this gentleman, this person who wrote a review, and I, I did read most of it, all of it actually. And he was saying he's in the industry, and he said the thing about this album is he's like, you know, he's like, we like Solange as a person, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, he feels like if this album was made by anyone else, people wouldn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. He was like, if SZA or any of those other girls came out with this album as their second debut album, they can just get out of, they can just drop it and not do music ever again. He's like, he's like, so many people like her. 
and like who she is and what she's bringing to the conversation, mm-hmm. basically, that no one wants to touch it. No one wants to give it a bad review. And he's like, you can't separate. He's like, with her, it's not really a separation of the artist from the music. He's like, for her, they you judge both of them together. And he's like, that's a part of why people are praising it mm-hmm. because they like her and what she's bringing. And I thought that was interesting because I didn't listen to the whole album. Mm-hmm. I just listened to snippets. But I wonder if, do you think that's the case? Well, that's the thing. Like, I think I, I do. And I like I like Solange. Yes. But I don't work in the music industry, so <laughs> I can say what I want. Yes, And yes. like I said, like, um, I've never been a huge fan of her music, but I do feel like the album is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not blown away. And like I said, Seat at the Table, though it had fewer songs that I liked, the songs were just better. Mm-hmm. The songs that were good were really good, mm-hmm. even if it was only three or four of them. Yeah. Whereas it's like, this song is like, yeah, I guess there's six or seven songs and they're all okay. It's background music. It's like, if I'm like cleaning up or something, y'all could put it on mm-hmm. and then just kind of, you know, all right, bop to it. But I'm not belting like this was Mary J. Blige in my mm-hmm. life. You know, just yeah, like, everyone's where not, that gets into me. And I'm like, oh, we got to go to karaoke yeah. soon because I need to do this. Like, That's no, true. it and doesn't maybe, get in me like that. Maybe for some people it does. Maybe. Yeah. And, and we, we still like the I mean, at the end of the day, she's not Miley trying to do another hip hop album. Which you're going to buy because you were the fan of Bangers. Yeah, Bangers was, was a banger. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, Miley, give it up, girl. <laughs> you are not invited to the cookout. No. And that's coming from black hipsters. Oh, wow. Even we don't fuck with you. Um, no, she tried to disparage hip-hop mm-hmm. and hip-hop culture as a whole. And what, what was the thing she said? Well, I read that she... Too much. Well, like, this was, like, 2017. She said that she wasn't here, really, for the music. She was trying because to distance herself distance from it. herself from it because of, like, you know, the whole... The, how it was over-sexualizing women and disparaging mm-hmm. women. Really? Which, which is something that we haven't heard about. It's like, did you not know this? Yeah, and it's like, first, girl. did you not know this? Certain, and it's like, oh, she was like, I'm really here for conscious hip-hop and all that stuff. And it's just like, you're talking, first of all, like this is something new. Like, hip-hop has also, also been criticized of this years. And then you knew of this when you started getting into hip-hop. And then it wasn't like and your And you style. were doing the big booty stuff, Exactly. Too. So it's kind of like... Don't try to act like you was on some... Most deaf, black thought, Talib Kweli. Mm-hmm. But, and I right. can understand someone growing. I can understand it's just like, you know what, that's not for me right now. But I also didn't, I don't know. I just, but then apparently because that album did really well and then she did a second, uh, another she album a after that. country album and it flopped. It flopped, so now she's going now back she to what to makes money. Back and to the turntables. She should have just made the, she should have, she shouldn't have made the remarks. Or apparently, she also said too that some of what she said was taken out of context. And, you know, when she you do an interview with someone, they pick and choose sort of what is, they sensationalize certain parts of it, which I can't believe. They will take your things out of context. So I don't, I didn't have a conversation with Bali, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, hip hop is everywhere yeah, now. Yeah, the drag and, queens on Drag Race also say that the editing is the reason why they look crazy too. Oh right? no, you say what you say. I do think, <laughs> right. I do think certain things with writing can be a little bit different and they can be taken out of context to to a different, to, it's easier to do that with writing than it is with something that you see someone verbally saying. Definitely. I'm not saying that that's what happened with Miley, mm-hmm. but it's, people can say what they want to say. It's just like, because people who are not people of color or people who are trying to make money off of hip hop are going to continue to do it. So it doesn't, to me, it doesn't mean anything. I, I don't want it to mean anything for me. Yeah, but my thing is just don't, don't try to come for hip hop. Yeah. When you capitalized on it, mm-hmm. when it worked for you and it made you money, and this is why people call you an appropriator. Yeah. And don't be mad when people say you're appropriating black culture yeah. because you have such a vast lack of understanding mm-hmm. for it that you say the stupid shit that you say, mm-hmm. and then you want to make money off of it at the same time. Yeah. Like you, you can't have it both ways. And you should be honest about it. It's just like being honest about that shit. To say, you know what, at this point in my life, I wasn't feeling it, but then now, I mean, she's not going to say, you know, I'm kind of looking at it again. I need to make some money. I need to sell some albums. I but I'm to- just trying to understand why, the, if that was the reason why you decided you're going to go country, 
then be honest and stand your ground on that. Mm-hmm. Now you want to come back to it. No. Then then understand why people would be giving you the side eye. No, I agree. And why hip-hop would be giving you the side eye. I agree. So, no. You don't... That's like it being in a relationship. And then you dump me, and then you said all these bad things about me. How should I feel when you come back talking about give me a second chance? Why? I thought I was this and that and that. <laughs> why would you want me? Get out of here. I'm buddy. sorry, girl. Are you going to forgive me for that, though? No, because then you up and got engaged. Well, I don't really want him. I want you. <laughs> I really. Yeah, I, I love how you say that in like the most high pitched voice I, I've ever heard. Oh, I want you. I want you. I, was, <laughs> I thought you liked my high pitched voice. Okay. Uh, well, they'll have to wait another week to hear it because mm-hmm. it is time to go. Yeah. This was an extra long episode, y'all. We had so much to talk about because the streets are on fire. They are. Yeah. The yeah. world is crumbling around us. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure people would have said that off road too during like the 1940s. Yeah. So, was that the <laughs> it depression? It's been worse. That was a lot of, but I was thinking more World War Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Holocaust, right. all that stuff. Yeah, that, oh yeah, that um, was pretty bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was pretty so bad. So a lot worse things have happened, mm-hmm. you know, than R. Kelly, uh, Jesse Smollett, Michael Jackson being a child molester, Miley Cyrus doing hip hop, although that one's pretty <laughs> bad, um, and Donald Trump being president. Um, a lot, although yeah. that one, ugh, ugh. yeah. I try to come up in my brain with something worse, and it's just, it's a struggle. Um, and they have gotten through it. The world has gotten through it. Yeah, we will get so through this. That is the little glimmer of hope that I have, which exactly. is why I get dressed and still get cute every day. Mm-hmm. Stay cute, girl. Stay cute. Oh yeah, if you stay cute, then you don't have to get cute. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yes. In the meantime. Sandrick, we must go. We must go. Yeah. And where can they find you, my darling? You can always slide in my DM. Mm. Please that do. sounds nasty. It like does. Just slide in my DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Always Fashion Week on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Same for... No, my Twitter's under Shawa. But if you tweet me, I'm probably never going to respond because I literally do nothing on Twitter except yell at the MTA. Yeah, what's... Yeah. Yes, because they're the best. And you are at... Standard W on Instagram. And the podcast is... Black Hipster Podcast. Yes. Yes. And where can they email us, Sandra? Oh, gosh. What is our email? Blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Bam. There you have it. Yes. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Mm -hmm. Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you subscribe if you like this episode. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.